Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Empowered AF. I'm your host, Mark Santiago, and I've got my home dog skillet, Andrew Laurie, with me, who is our accountability coach in Thrive. And and, and, and I've got two guests with me. Uh, in addition to Andrew, um, as you know, Andrew's a guest today, but he, we've got some more guests. And these guests I am super passionate about because they're not outside people. They're not people that are out there in the world doing great stuff for humanity. They're guys that are outside in the world doing great things for humanity, but they're inside of our Thrive program. And so I'm excited to announce them. I'm excited to bring them on. I have got Kevin Tucker, or what I call K-Tuck, in the program. And I've got Adam C, or as we refer to it, Adam Chocolin with us. What's up, fellas? Thanks for uh, letting us be a part of this, Mark. We're grateful. You're welcome. So guys, we want to talk about something that is important to men, but they are afraid of. And you two specifically, and Andrew, and, and really myself, all of us have been through this where men feel isolated. Um, and what we're going to talk about today is how that isolation like can be dealt with, like how we can deal with it through the act of community and the importance and power of community, not just in so you don't feel isolated, but so that it literally takes you to the next level. So I'm excited to introduce that concept. Andrew, what are your thoughts on isolation and community that you want to talk about today so that we can frame this up for those that are listening at home? Yeah. So, I mean, one of the biggest things is as you go through tough times, a lot of men decide to retreat and spend time by themselves and they don't know how to deal with themselves. They don't know how to grow through it. And that's where community, where the community was going to help grow. Right. And as you put yourself out there more, you're going to become part of more communities. So communities are extremely important and the dichotomy between the communities you're in is extremely important as well. Because as I was stating before, if you're the top dog or you're the guy of all your communities, are you really growing? Are you, or are you just there to get that, that feel good for your ego and all that stuff, the validation that you're searching for? Or can you become a part of a community where you're going to be able to share, you're going to be able to grow? And what's it mean for you within the community? So that's really what we want to hit. And then obviously we have such a great community within our programs now. And that's why we brought these two lovely men with us on this podcast is they've been a part of the community and seen it grow to where it is today. And I want to really get into what it means for, you know, as K-Talks come on board as an associate coach and Adams, you know, moved into the next level into momentum, what it's meant to, for them to be a part of our community as well as outside communities and how they've been able to open up towards them in the world. So it's kind of like the guy who is in his local area and maybe he's dominating, maybe he's the president of a club or, or maybe he's the, the top bowler in his bowling league. It's really hard for him to grow because he's surrounded by people that aren't really pushing him to grow. They're really just like in awe of him almost. Right. And it feels right. like to me, a lot of our clients come in and they are kind of top dogs in a lot of their professions, especially. And then they come in with a group of men and they're like, oh, shit, I'm not really like the top dog. Maybe I am in my local area, but I need to be a part of something else. So this is a great transition. Um, so, Kevin, tell me about what was it like for you before you got into Thrive? Like, what were the kind of communities that you were in and, and describe that process for me? 
Yeah, sure. Um, a lot, and Andrew and I shared this, and we're both coaches of youth sports. Um, and in, in his case, hockey, in my case, baseball. I didn't play baseball. I played one year Little League. We didn't win a game. I was, you know, I was shit. But my kids are both really good baseball players. And I didn't want them to be out there and not be a part of it. So I started learning how to play baseball, learning how to coach baseball and all that. And the contribution I could really give was to become the president of the travel baseball organization that they are in, that they currently are in. Um, as you say, you become that top dog and, and the decisions are yours and there's not a whole lot of opportunity for growth there. Um, and honestly, I became stagnant. Uh, and I started to see that in other areas of my life, and in, in which case um, I had trouble. And so uh, I sought out uh, ways for me to grow. And that's when I came on Empowered Man. That's and, awesome. Uh, and it is, yeah, obviously, it's been life changing to give me tools to communicate, tools to feel my emotions and those kinds of things. But uh, the group of men that you grow with and, you know, Adam came in a little bit after me, but we have been through the muck and mire together uh, from some real pain and the opportunity to share with other men who have been through similar things, maybe better, maybe worse, similar um, to open up and share and think, wow, you know, we've been through this stuff, the same kind of thing. And wait, here's how I did it. Oh, here's how you did it. Well, how did you get through that to help each other through? Um, yeah, that community of men and experiences is completely invaluable. You know, it's one of the interesting things is that as we grow through this, we have opportunity to meet other people, to, to focus on things that we didn't know. And you talked about it like, I got in here and, and I had these tools and, and, you know, now I've got tools and I've got community. I went through muck. I think one of the biggest struggles is that men are in groups right now where they don't feel like they can be honest and they feel like they have to wear this, what I call poser hat, where it's like, oh, I am the top dog. I'm president of this company. I am the, 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 the little league guy, I'm the hockey guy, I'm the whatever guy. And we've created this identity and formed our relationship with ourselves around this identity. And then it doesn't allow us to connect with other men in a healthy way because the connection we have is based on something false, not true. Adam, and a hierarchy. Yeah, exactly. Adam, tell me about what your journey was before Empowered Man in terms of community and like what it was like for you to be a part of groups, you know, before you, you kind of came into this whole new world of what we do there. Oh, and absolutely. And, you know, I'm going to be like the complete dichotomy to this. I was very isolated hmm. before joining this group. Um, I didn't just stagnate in growth. I almost like reverted in growth from where I had been as a younger man. And you found yourself kind of detaching from people and community. And so when I found myself in the shit of it, when my wife said she didn't want to be married anymore, you know, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to turn. And so going out and seeking information turned into discovering the empowered man community. And it just resonated so hard with me. And then once you, I became a part of it, you kind of got to see the value that a community brings to you and it pushes you, it, help, it holds you accountable. You know, you're no longer just responsible for yourself, but you're responsible to another a group of men that are also sharing with you in the same stuff that you're going through. You are not alone in this. You don't have to be isolated. Mm 
anymore. And it motivates you too. You go to seek different communities as well to be a part of because that's your responsibility as being a leader for yourself, you know, being a role model for your children. It resonates. And that's what I've seen community um, change with with me as I've joined and gone through this process. That's awesome, man, because isolation is one of those things that men just, that's just, it's almost like that's our default, right? It, when, when push comes to shove, even when we're amongst other men, we will still isolate ourselves. We will still wear that, that poser hat of like, everything's good. Life is great. Um, and especially, um, I don't know all of you guys here, but for, for someone like myself who comes from a faith background, and I, I know Kevin, you have a faith background, that was even harder because I felt like as I was going through my transition, I felt very rejected by the church. I felt very rejected by the Christian people around me. Not that they didn't want to be a part, not that they didn't want to help. And this isn't a bashing of them, but they are ill-equipped to handle this type of situation. And especially when you have like friends in church where the friends are, they're friends with you and your wife. Now they feel conflicted. We don't want to take a side. So we back up. And so the people that you thought were your closest allies end up being the people who don't know what to do. And they drop their weapons and they're like, Hey man, you're going to have to fight this one on your own. And that was so disheartening for me. And that was literally one of the main reasons I started empowered man was because I did not want other men to go through what I went through by myself or what I deemed as being by myself. Obviously there's a faith component. I had God, I had those things, but there is something special and something really supernatural about having other men who are going through what you're going through, not to just go through it, but as you both also said, to grow through what you're going through and to call you up to a higher level in that. We talk uh, about, good. And let's be honest, in church, church, the, 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 the body of, of a building and those people, there's often a lot of judgment. So it's not necessarily that church that Christ talked about. It's that building down the street where there's a lot of judgment. So um, I, I can appreciate where you're coming from on that and then the journey that we start to make. And, and to a point, um, the men start to come out with their faith or lack thereof uh, within this community, too, which is a beautiful thing for me to see as, as somebody who values my faith. Yeah. And. Well, I think one of the biggest things that everybody has said is right within our community and within a community, what you're looking for is to get, Hey, called forward. Right. And I, I like this story because I, I was, I think a month into my coaching when Kate talk came on board and I remember his first day, like it was yesterday, you know, there was a guy in the corner, he'd turn on his camera, he'd turn off his camera, he'd turn off his, on his camera, he'd turn off his camera. So on all my calls, we, everybody's got to share, especially when it's your first day. And I remember calling Kevin forward. And just bringing him up. And that was the day we saw K-Talk really form. You know, he came with his sadness. He came with his, his, you know, his hurt and everything. But we showed within our community that, hey, we're all here. We're here to listen. We're here to grow. And we want you to be here. We're not going to let you sit back there and feel sorry for yourself. We're not going to let you do that anymore. We're going to call you forward and really become part of this community right today. And Adam, the same thing a couple of weeks later, you could just, you know, Adam's lost a lot of weight and he was, this, you know, he's a little bit chubbier and he was this guy that was kind of just sitting back and, you know, this meek Adam. And now every single day, Adam is sharing. And it's the same thing. It's because 
as you get to grow through this, you become part of the community, not only to share your story, but to bring other guys up with you. And I think that's the biggest part of community that's missed outside of the type of stuff that we do is, oh, you just be who you are and nobody's going to call you out on your shit or call you forward. And that's kind of what we're talking about with, you know, becoming the top dog. And I love in hockey, I'm not the top dog. I'm not. I'm the number two guy. And I love being that guy because I have so much more to learn. I'm a young guy. I still have tons to learn. But I know my role there. And I call other people out and other people call me out. And it's great. Within my community and my apartment, same type deal. But today I show up with who I am and I'm confident in who I am. And you put it out there that, hey, I want feedback. Please give me feedback. I get to grow through that feedback and it's not going to hurt my feelings. And at the same time, we teach, and I'm going to say this as an empowered man coach now, uh, a way to provide that feedback, a way to ask for permission to give that feedback, not just I'm going to ram this down your throat. Yeah. It's, hey, are you in a place where you can receive some feedback on what you just said? You know, nine times out of 10, nine and a half times out of 10, it's going to be, yeah. Um, sometimes it's no, because the guy's dealing with a lot of emotion uh, that he needs to process through. So, and that's where that community comes in, the support and everything. And, hey, I feel you, I get you, I hear you, all of those things. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, we did this a while back in our Facebook group where I did the difference between the, what's the difference between a divorce support group and a men's empowerment group? And it was like, there's a, there's a world of difference because you can have basic common unity with someone or you could have something that's a little bit deeper and, and, and share and go, go beyond that. And I want, I'm going to talk about these three levels of community in a second, but it reminds me of this saying that I used to hear back in the day, which is you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. And, and it's very much, I mean, there's even scientific proof that says that you will financially make within 80% of your five closest friends, like, like literally your salary, your how much money you make will be within 80% of your five closest friends because they have the most influence and impact on you. And that makes it challenging when you're ambitious, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're a business owner, it makes it challenging. And I know that a lot of guys that are listening to this podcast are in that boat where you're financially successful and you're listening to this podcast and you're like, man, I, you know, I want to be a part of this thrive, but I get in the free Facebook group and I see guys that just aren't on the same level of me. And look, it's not just about financial. It is about emotional as well. And there's an emotional intelligence that comes with that, that we are all trying to grow through. But if you're in that boat, we're here to tell you that we're going to pull you up to a higher level, regardless of your financial well-being, regardless of your emotional well-being, if you decide to join and get a part of a group of guys that are at a different level. So I want to do this. I want to break down basic, mid-tier, and advanced. So a basic group, or what I call a basic community, is a basic common unity. So you have one or two things that are in common unity with each other. Um, Adam, you did not have much of anything, but did you at least have one basic group that you were part of? Yeah. I mean, I had my close friends. I would consider that a group. I mean, it's not like we were anything huge, but I mean, that was my community. These were people that I could turn to for basically anything in life and they'd hold that space for me. Good. And Andrew, what about you? What would be your basic common unity? Yeah. I, I mean, my friend group, right? I mean, that's, I think where you have to go. I mean, they're they're going to be on your support and you're there because you've created a friendship based off of one thing and that's just friendship and life you you don't have that growth aspect or anything like that so it's that close group of four guys that i've had since 2000 since i moved to the us 
that we still talk every day. You know, what's interesting is I wrote an email about this and actually ended up being not a very popular one, but I called it bad advice. And it was this idea that the people around you generally give you the worst advice. So your basic group, because they're ill-equipped to help you through these situations, will typically give you the wrong advice or they will give you conflicting advice. And that is because you're actually going to them for knowledge, not going to them for coaching. And so therefore, this becomes the difference in having a basic community of friends around you, your drinking buddies, your work buddies, like those are fine. There's nothing wrong with you having, like, we want you to have that shit. I'm always looking for, to add some guys to my, you know, group of, of close friends. It's hard for me to find them. In fact, here in Gilbert, Arizona, if you live here, let me know. Um, I'm always looking for someone I can go smoke a cigar with or drink some bourbon with. Right. Um, but here's the thing is that that basic level only provides so much support, meaning the basic level is only going to be minimal in that. In our in the in the empowered man world, we would call that our free Facebook group. It's a bunch of guys with the same common unity of there's something happening in their life, predictably or predominantly with their marriage, their wife not wanting to be in a marriage or, or whatever. They're struggling with something usually around their marriage. That's a basic one. The next level, I call it mid-tier only because I didn't have time to sexify these names, but mid-tier community. The next level is, I would say, where there's there's not just a basic common unity, but there's some sort of call to action, some sort of accountability. So walk me through, guys, what, what would be your mid-tier groups that maybe you were a part of? For me, it's certainly, well, I would say it's probably the, my group of friends, right? My, my basic, my, my base is my family. Um, but you're not going to get a whole lot of truth uh, out of somebody who doesn't want to offend you, right? Um, so it's it's finding that group of friends, uh, gender is irrelevant, who are willing to call you on your shit, tell you you're being stupid or that was a terrible decision or, you know, hey, way to go, uh, those kinds of things. So uh, to me, that's, that's a mid-tier group um, where we get into the empowered man, uh, the upper programs. That's where we advance. Adam, yeah, what about you? Oh, good, Andrew. I mean, for me, it'd be the overall coaching group that I'm a part of with USA Hockey, right? Like not my Atlantic District player development guys, but the overarching group of hockey coaches that are out there across the United States, because obviously we have the common goal of hockey. We're human, we're that. And then we get taught something at a basic level, right? So you're taught how to coach and do those things, but you're not going to get called out on your direct lineage almost you're not going to call out on your faults so it's more of a broad coaching in my aspect in my mind of hey here's kind of how to coach hockey so go do that as a group it's not a direct feedback group love it adam do you you have anything to say about the mid-tier yeah actually um looking back more when i was like in college you know it was you know my collegiate team you know i was on a wrestling team in college and that the accountability you hold to your teammates and to your coaches is a different standard. I would say that would more seem appropriate towards that mid-level where you're accountable to your team for how you show up and you're accountable to make weight, you're accountable to do X amount of points or anything in a match. You know, that's your responsibility to them. And they hold you to that standard and they expect you to meet that. It's good. But in, in the empowered man world, I would call that our 30-day challenge. I would call that the guys who are like <laughs> made some sort of investment in themselves. And we are holding them in a space in our workplace group 
and we're bringing them on group coaching calls and we're helping them through some of the transition they're going in. But they're just like dipping their toes in the water. They're not really fully committed yet to transformation. Some of them might be, and then they end up in the advanced stage of the process. So the advanced stage, I would say, or advanced community is a community that will transform you into the most powerful version of yourself possible. Agreed. So what communities or community have you been a part of where you've seen that? I know it's not just us, but it, or, or is it just us? I don't know. You tell me. So, I mean, for, for myself, it's, it is that for me, obviously it's thrive and everything else. And now I'm a, a coach, but before I was a coach, you know, it was being a part of something that's going to get direct feedback. And obviously you and I did a lot of coaching together where I was getting that direct feedback on my specific situation, getting called out on my shit. And then the opposite where tools and trades and everything. And then my Atlantic district hockey, like we are, have the common goal of hockey, but we're going to call each other to action and teach each other, Hey, this is the right thing to do morally and all this for hockey and everything else and call everybody up. And then my other one is honestly, like as much fun as we have at the apartments that I'm in right now, we, it's not just to have fun. We are a community that calls each other forward. We have good times and we have people to share with, but at the same time, you're not just going to sit there and be able to talk bullshit. You're going to get called out on your shit. And I think that's the next tier is those people that are able to directly call you out on your bullshit and call you forward. Okay. Yeah. And for me, I just, I don't know that I was aware of a need or even an existence of something above, right? I, you know, I mean, I was president of the organization. I'm my own business owner. In my mind, I was successful. And then I started to realize that I wasn't, um, but I didn't realize that the, the level that was available to me. And that's where, when I joined VIP, now Thrive, uh, really fed that and showed me what an advanced community is. And now, so as a coach, I see the guys coming in from 30 day challenge and I see their posts on Facebook and, and the great community that they're creating. And, oh my gosh, you know, thank you brother. And this and that. And then I see some of them say, well, I'd like a little bit more and they come in to hopefully thrive. Okay. Right. That's where the, the best uh, work happens um, or revive, which is where I'm a coach and good work happens there, but, but you know, it's just me. Um, but then they get into these, these revive and thrive communities and it's boom, it's holy shit. Right. This, this, I didn't realize the level of support that was available to me, the level of friendship and, you know, the three other guys on this call, plus another handful of other guys I have. And I've said to Andrew in the past, if we are in the same room together, we've never been in the same room together. If we are, it's going to be an ugly cry, right? <laughs> it's going to be a big old man hug and some ugly tears and the whole thing. And the same goes Adam, Mark, but it's when we're in the same room, this this unity that we've created is is awesome and it's powerful and it's lifted me up, which is why I chose to coach and start to give back. That's awesome. I, I would say this, and, and Adam, I want to hear your thoughts on this too, but it reminds me of the foxhole, you know, where it's like the guys fighting in war, you have a foxhole and you have a foxhole buddy that is like, you got, you have each other's back and men are fucking missing that. Because we, we, the only thing we know is drinking buddies who we think have our back. We know, you know, our family who may have our back, but until you've experienced something like what you guys or myself have all gone through, 
it's hard for other people to totally relate. And one guy could have experienced what you went through, but he didn't do it with you. And so you're lacking that true bond that comes from being in the same foxhole at the same time when those bullets are coming at you, when the devil is lying to you, when the world is coming at you and you feel like you want nothing but to do but to die. And the guy next to you is also going through the same thing, but maybe he understands life a little differently now. Maybe he's five steps ahead of you, three steps ahead of you. What It doesn't even matter. The fact is you're going through it together. It creates a common unity that is advanced. And I want to add, I want yeah. to add to your analogy too, right? Would you rather have somebody in your foxhole that was drafted and forced to be there or somebody that enlisted? Mm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Adam, what, what do you think? Oh, exactly. I mean, the Thrive community, just the bonds that you make with some of these guys. I mean, I've never met any of you in person, but uh, except one, Adam Service. I met Adam Service. He's another Wisconsin boy. So I yeah. call out, shout out to him. But, um, you know, just the instant connection that you draw from this and not just the, 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 I would say the connection, but the call to action forward that we develop in Thrive. I find myself living that every day. I try, I can see sometimes now, like, Hey, I got some friends at home. They're in the shit. And it's like, Hey man, let's talk this through what's going on for you. You know, what's coming up in there. And, you know, you try to take what we learn and thrive and help, call other people to action that's pushing this forward and that's taking what we learn here and going to that higher calling going to that next level and establishing that i mean outside of thrive i can't think of anything else that i have that with except for new budding relationships where i can communicate like this and talk like this with other people yeah i mean that's why they say in the military like when you've been through war together it's it just it's this automatic bond and like, like you were saying, Kevin, it's like, you might not have seen each other for 20 years. You come back and it's like war stories. It's crying. It's like, man, you remember that time? Um, and it goes beyond like the college experience. It goes beyond like some of those things because this is life at a different level. And especially most of the guys we work with 35 to 55 years old, essentially, who are in a different phase of their life than the guy that's just in college, you know, or the guy who just got married, you know, usually we're 10 years deep and have three kids. I mean, that's like kind of the ideal guy we work with, um, you know, has two plus kids and has been married for 10 plus years um, or, or around that. And that's a different experience when you're losing your identity, when you've lost your identity, some guys end up divorced, some guys, their, their wives are cheating on them. Some guys are whatever, right. Everyone's different experience. The fact of the matter is, is we end up growing together through that. Um, you know, you guys kind of touched on what Thrive has been like from a community standpoint, but what would you tell guys who are like, man, I'm just afraid. Cause like, literally I was listening to a call today from a guy that was thinking about coming into our program and me and the advisor were talking through what he could have said differently. And, you know, we just, we evaluate all these things and I could hear it in the guy's voice, successful crushing in life does not communicate and articulate his feelings, scared the fuck out of being open and honest with a bunch of guys. Like, yes. what would you, like, what would you say to that guy who's scared because he is successful, he doesn't want to be judged, and he's just scared? What would you say to him? That was me. Hey, that was me. You know, I mean, Andrew said, my first call, camera off, the microphone muted, and, and terrified. Um, but I knew that I was missing something. And the, call, the, the question of the day was, tell me something you love about yourself. And you know, call it God's providence or whatever. I had an answer. 
Uh, and, and I was the first guy that Andrew called on, um, son of a bitch. And, uh, <laughs> but you know, my answer was easy. It was as I'm a good friend because I know the friends I've called on have been good to me. Mm. Um, so there's nothing harder that any man is going to do if he wants to improve. And, uh, you know, I tell guys to, to celebrate yourselves and I'm going to do that a little bit because I was in the shit. Uh, when I started back in the beginning of February and uh, to be now where I am to help lead other men through it. Um, I'm proud of myself. Right. And Kevin in January never would have been able to say that. Hmm. It's amazing how I can't believe it's only been six months. It feels like it's been a year. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it does. Cra- it's crazy. Um, you know, it, and same with you, Adam, in your April. I mean, like it just, it's amazing to see the growth that happens, but it's, and here's the funny part. And Andrew could tell you this too, is like, when we started, it was all one-on-one. It was just me. And I was like, this is good. And like, obviously I was affecting change and, you know, helping guys, but I was like, it's limiting because it's literally just based on me and what I can do, what I can bring to the table. And what I love about being the leader of a company and being the CEO is that I don't have to be the guy that does everything is that I get to employ a team of people, other men who have strengths maybe where I have weakness and collectively together, we have built something massively explosive. And, and then we have a guy like you, Kevin, who been through the program or even at Andrew, where you're products of the growth of the program. And then you're like, Hey, I have my own uh, experience and I have my own um, uh, uh, externalization. I want to call it the expression. I have my own expression of empowered man that I want to share with other men. And you articulate that. And so you've got, this almost like notes you're hitting that note andrew's hitting that note joey's hitting that note i'm hitting this note and we create this beautiful chorus of men who are bringing redemption who are bringing freedom who are bringing confidence and power to other men and then adam who may not be coaching in the program is now coaching other men in his community so he's taking the advanced community and going to the basic community and saying hey let's take you up to the next level and and calling you higher and that to me is true growth it's true leadership and not to pat myself on the back, like, oh, I'm this great leader, but us collectively as a team, as empowered men. And I'm excited. Oh, and we've seen, we've seen businesses grow up among the community of guys that, that, that have been in it. We've seen other relationships. We've seen guys get fired by a job and somebody said, well, hey, wait a minute. My company's hiring over here. So, you know, it's networking as, as well from a corporate or a professional perspective as much as it is a community of support. Yeah. It's so, um, man, it, it's when to get to this place where, you know, personally I was able to let go and let other people lead and to sit back and watch as it grows organically. It's, it is one of the most humbling things. It is one of the most exciting things. I just, I absolutely love it. And to just be able to show up and like be a part of some of the things I'm like, I get to be a part of this. Like, I don't even think that I created it. It's like, I don't even feel like I created it. It's like, it's just been, it's just been this evolving process that all of us need, I need, I'm not done. I am constantly in, in, uh, in, in work. In fact, this morning, my daughter and I had a heart to heart about things that I had said, things that, um, that I did in the midst of our divorce that affected her. And I'm actually going to have her on a podcast episode sharing what it's like to be a child going through the divorce and she's very articulate and very well-spoken uh, teenager. Um, and what it did to her on the negative things that I said. 
And that's going to be a beautiful one. Um, I'm hoping that she's going to be ready to do it soon because when she articulated it, we were at a coffee shop, she's crying. And I'm like, this is beautiful. And I owned everything. I, I felt very proud of how I handled it. And I'm like, this is what it's fucking about. I messed up. I I was I was an asshole. I did th- I said things that impacted her life. But we got to this point where a couple of years later, she was able to articulate finally what it did to her and where she was at. And now hopefully will lead to, you know, restoration with her and her mom. Like there were things that were affecting her in a relation with her mom because of things I said. So all of that, though, comes from this community of being of being accountable and not just being accountable to doing right or wrong, but being accountable to becoming the most powerful version of ourselves. Hence the word empowered man. Adam, what you got? And Mark, that's awesome, man. Thanks for sharing. I look forward to hearing that podcast. Um, For those of you on the fence about, hey, should I join this Thrive community? I'm scared. I don't know what to do about it. You got to embrace that fear. That's your ego talking to you. It's pushing you back and it's holding you back. There's nothing more empowered than embracing a sense of self and vulnerability in that and holding yourself accountable, not only to yourself, but to other men as well. They will call you forward. You'll call yourself forward as you see the growth in these men. You see other men grow. You look at other people joining with you at day one, and then you look at them nine weeks later, 10 weeks later, and it's just like, wow, who is this guy? And it's just, it's awe-inspiring. It's awe-inspiring to be surrounded by the group of men that I get to be surrounded by every day. It's a gift. And the beauty of that is that, again, it's not because of one person. It's not because Mark is the greatest communicator known to man. It's not because Joey is the greatest coach ever. Or Andrew's the greatest coach ever. It's because we have a fucking community and that community comes together around each other and lifts each other up, calls each other out, says, Hey, you're being an asshole right now. Or, Hey, you're, you're taking up a little too much time here. You're playing too much victim, you know, energy here. And, and we have those types of conversations and we're protective over the community. The coaches and I are very protective over who we let stay in the community, who is not a fit as a client. That means that you hopefully will get the greatest client experience ever because that is how we view our community. We are, yes, we are a for-profit company. We are not a nonprofit. We are a business. We make money. We are in business to make money. But at the same time, we know that the only way for us to grow as a company is to have the greatest client experience ever, which means that creating a community of men that are there to empower and impact each other. Andrew, what you got? So, I mean, obviously my experience was very different at the beginning, right? It was you and I one-on-one. And I think it was like week four or five. I remember going for a walk and we talked about obviously RIP and stuff like that, the homeworks. And then all of a sudden you and I are just chat business and other things and creating a bond above and beyond just the coach, uh, coach client relation. And then in October, when we went down to Atlanta, you're like, oh, by the way, you're leading that group over there. And I was like, all right, cool. So what that did for me and then the community to me was Mark put me in the position to realize who I was. And I took it and I ran with it to now become, you know, the accountability coach and leadership coach. And that's what I take to the next level. And Mark and I very similar in a lot of ways in, you know, our mindsets and everything. But our delivery is very different. And the main thing that I love about our community is what are you saying out loud that is not the true story? Hmm. Why are you not going deeper? And Kevin and I have talked about this quite a bit because to get to Kevin's transformation, it wasn't the words coming out of his mouth. 
he had mentioned something a couple of times and I was like, Kevin, we aren't hitting what's really happening right now. So it's what's the story you're telling yourself? What's the story you're not telling yourself? And where is it really, where's the root problem? And that's where I really focus my coaching style and my accountability on is, hey, you can do all the IP, you can do all the worksheets, you can do all those things. But to grow within our community, what is it that you're not saying? And we create the space to bring that up and to have that conversation and go deep. And that's the biggest thing in my mind for our community. So if you're on the fence of coming into this program because you're scared or all that, that's the exact reason to get in this community because you're telling yourself a story that you believe, but really, what are you telling yourself? Are you not worth it? That's what I hear when I say that you're scared. You're telling yourself you're not worth it. That is some very wise, deep words. Uh, guys, I so appreciate this time together. Thank you for taking time out of your day, Adam. I know you were at work and needed to pause for this. So I so appreciate this. Uh, if you're listening to this and you've heard these guys and you're like, man, I, I need to be a part of a community like this. I need to be you know, working with Andrew and Kevin and, and seeing Adam in the group. Uh, if that's you, go to empoweredman.co slash book, empoweredman.co slash book, B-O-O-K. And you're going to have an application there. You go through that application and look, if we accept the application, you'll be given the opportunity to have a call with one of our team members. That call is not a sales call. That call is meant to understand where you're at, to get you from point A to point B and outline a game plan. And if we think we're, if you're a fit for our Thrive Program, we'll tell you, we'll tell you all about it. And if we don't, we're going to give you directions and give you something else to do that might be a better fit. Maybe you're a better fit for 30 day challenge. Maybe you're a better fit for just being in our group, or maybe you're an asshole and we don't want you at all because that does happen. We do turn people down. As I like to say, I only work with humble assholes, not true assholes. So if that's you, not a, not a true asshole, if you're a humble asshole and you're willing to admit that you have problems and that you need help from other men and want to be a part of our community, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, we have bar none, the best empowered coaching, uh, men's coaching program in the world today. Uh, we have all the resources, all the things at your disposal. We have great coaches, Kevin, Andrew. We have like six coaches right on staff right now that are all doing great work in different areas of your life. So if you're that guy, you're struggling right now, stop doing it alone, get in a community. We'll see you on the other side. Hey, this is Mark Santiago, CEO and founder of Empowered Man. I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast. However, before you go, I want to give you a special invitation. Now, listen, we've got a program that is designed specifically for men who are hurting right now, who are on the verge potentially of divorce, who are facing potential separation or already separated, and they don't know what to do. They don't know where to turn. They're dealing with anxiety. They're dealing with cheating. They're dealing with all kinds of shit. If that's you, I want to challenge you to take the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. That's right, the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. You can go to emchallenge.com right now and sign up for the 30-Day Challenge. Here's why I think you should do that. If you're hurting, you need to understand why you're hurting. You need to understand what is actually going on. In week one of the challenge, we are gonna actually rip off that Band-Aid a little bit and coach you through that process. And then we continue to do that process all the way to the point where you start to make decisions that are empowered instead of disempowered. I don't know about you, but I would much, much, much rather make decisions from a place of strength than a place of weakness. So if you're facing decisions, if you're facing this anxiety, what do I do? How do I respond when my wife is being toxic? I don't know what to do. My wife is cheating on me. I don't know what to do. My wife doesn't love me. I don't know what to do.
do. We are going to help you find those answers within. Now look, this 30 day challenge is probably unlike any other you've been a part of. Why? Because not only do we have daily assignments happening in the program every single day, but you also get live group coaching calls. I said live group coaching calls with myself and my lead coach. That's right, I am a part of this. It's not just some other people doing it. I am there live with you every single week call that we are on. Third part of that is you're gonna have a community of other guys that are going through exactly what you are going through. And the best part of this, this isn't even a fraction of the price we could charge for it. In fact, at some point we may raise the price, but right now it is at a bargain. So go to emchallenge.com, emchallenge.com to take the Empowered Man 30 Day Challenge, and I will see you on the inside.